I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a performance artist, producer, and an introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I am a writer and performer, and I also am an introvert. And this is The Introvert's Guide to. Before we get started, why don't we tell you how you can get a hold of us? You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Introvert Guide 2, the number 2, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you have a question you want us to answer, or you have to give us feedback about the show, you can reach us at introvertsguidetostuff at gmail.com. Remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. If you're listening to this on the website or you're listening to an episode you came across, remember that subscribing is the best way to make sure you never miss an episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. Just go to your favorite podcast app, search for Introvert's Guide 2, and click the subscribe button. And if you like the podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating or comment. Your ratings and comments help new people find the show. Okay, so we're going to do things a little differently, Phil. You've, you've mentioned that. Yes, it's Valentine's Day. It's the day of love. You don't like Valentine's Day, do you? Do I sound thrilled? <laughs> Absolutely not. But see, that's why I'm leading this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm Cupid. Yes. I'm here to spark a little joy in your life today, Phil. Uh, I, If you can do it, then I will accept. Absolutely. Okay, so... I just want to take a minute before we get started to tell you, Phil, I'm going to give you a compliment. Okay. You are a wonderful co-host, and I am glad that you are my friend, and my day gets brighter every time we film, or record, not film, record. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I thought I'd start it off that way. So, I don't know how romantic you are, but I'd say we we are, we're pretty good friends. We're friends. Yeah. So... I will admit, I will admit to you that I I have this really, uh, uh, some might say pathetic, but I, I I would call it a very sentimental romantic streak. Oh, this is going to be even better. You're going to love my questions then. Okay, that's right. There's questions involved. Okay. Oh yeah, I spent all day. Wow. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. So we're going to do two rounds of questions. Okay. Okay. First round is a would you rather. Okay. The second, the second round is speed round questions. Okay. Okay. You are absolutely not allowed to hesitate, my friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you cannot. Okay. I just, I just want to be clear on on one thing here. Normally, um, we have this this whole thing. It, it, we don't have our, our our discussion scripted out, but we at least know where we're going. <laughs> yeah, Jess, we have some layout. <laughs> Jess has hidden whatever she is doing from me all day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I only told him to come in with like a little bit, but I'm coming in with coming in hot here. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So, and usually Phil, you're the one doing all the question asking. So it's my turn. I thought maybe, maybe the listeners want to get to know you. So are you ready for the Valentine's day introverts guide to first ever? Would you rather? Sure. Let's do this. Okay, hold down your enthusiasm. (laughs) Hold it. I'm I'm trying to keep it under control. Question number one. Would you rather a mariachi band following you around for three hours straight or 
singing telegrams, serenading to you sporadically, and when you least expect it for a total of three hours throughout the day. I'm going to go with the singing telegram. Really? Why? I mean, think about it. Think of, okay, just think about it. Like, mm-hmm. something about, about that is like, okay, so there's an element of, of surprise to it. There's an element of, like, almost adventure. Right. Like, I don't know when the singing telegram is coming up. I hope that they're dressed in a bellboys outfit and they have tap shoes on and like, they're going to like pop out and they're going to sing some kind of song. I think that over um, the constant mariachi for three hours, I think I have nothing against mariachi, but there's very little adventure in the mariachi band following me around. And then not knowing when the next singing telegram could come that I think is awesome. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. See, I chose the mariachi band. I'd just rather get it over with for three hours, and that's about it. But, I mean, it's not over with. Like, it's it's constant for three hours, right? It's con- well, I mean, yeah, and I guess the gift keeps on giving because, you know, it's it's going to be in your head for the rest of the, you know, four years of your life. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next question. Would you rather a chatty date at a less than subpar movie or a chatty date at a less than subpar restaurant. And yes, the date is talking nonstop throughout both scenarios. Restaurant. <laughs> Why the restaurant? It's easy. Cause listen, if somebody is talking through the movie, that date is over. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like, get up and walk. If, right. If, if, if they will not shut up while I'm watching the movie and you said it's subpar, <laughs> but we still paid for the movie and it's mm-hmm. rude to the rest of the rest of the, the audience that this person is talking through. So I'm, we're done. That was exactly my answer. High five. Podcast high five. Yeah. All right. Would you rather a group friend date at a full capacity nightclub or get ready a group date <laughs> at a first year college students house party? Are you which kidding me? I'm not even kidding. Are you kidding me with these? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Both of those sound terrible. You know what? You know what? I'm going to go with the college students' house party. Phil, I hope you know I spent all day thinking of ways to get that exact reaction. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with uh, the house party with the college students. Okay. Why is that? Because if nothing else, we can make fun of them. Okay. All right. Because you know what? Me and my friends, we too old for that shit. <laughs> too mature too mature but i mean obviously we're making fun of them we're not that mature okay last one Mm -hmm. before speed round okay okay Okay. would you rather blind date at a loud restaurant accompanied with small talk for an hour and a half or a blind date and a quiet walk in the park accompanied with rapid fire conversation for an hour and a half walk in the park why is that two things number one Mm -hmm. No small talk with a walk in the park that is missing from the scenario. And as we were discussed in our last episode, we know how we feel about small talk. We couldn't even resolve the question. Like how can introverts deal with small talk? We can't. No, so we, fuck we it. couldn't. Um, so <laughs> my option is to go for the, the walk in the park with rapid fire conversation, because you know what? At least that's good conversation. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That was my answer too. Good job. Thank Podcast you. High five. Yes. Okay. Speed round question. I'm a little I'm just, just out of just. I'm a little nervous about the speed round thing. <laughs> they're not. They're they're okay. They're okay. 
Okay. They're not going to kill you. Okay. 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 I'm, but I'm as ready as can, I can be. You cannot take more than three seconds to answer. Okay. Three seconds, like game over. Okay. okay? Yep. Okay. All right. Now, reminder: there's no winner or losers. Just, just absolutely being open with your listeners. Our listeners are the winners. Abs- see, good attitude. <laughs> okay. 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 Phil Rickaby, are you ready? No, but let's go anyway. <laughs> okay. Question one. Scale from one to ten. How romantic are you? Nine. Favorite love song? Oh, uh, 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 let's go with Careless Whisper. <laughs> Favorite chocolate? Uh, dark chocolate. Long walks on the beach or a night out on the town? Night out on the town. Paris or Venice? Uh, Venice. What is the capital of Oregon? I don't know. <laughs> what would you would you accept a hug from Lord Voldemort? Uh, awkward hug like he gave to yes sure why not Star Wars or Star Trek Star Wars using your Elmo voice tell me how you like your coffee I like my coffee too sweet and just a little bit of milk favorite rom com oh is there such a thing uh, oh. uh, uh, you know oh. what you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna go. you know what first thing that comes to mind is Hitch what Hitch yeah sure why not that was the last question and you Hitch what's what? wrong with him? What's like with the, Hitch? It's like the worst movie ever. It's not the worst movie ever. It's not. It's not the worst like, movie ever. Like at least pick something with like Mark Ruffalo or something. Come Why? on. Why? I I don't I don't I just Kevin James was not the greatest in that. No, I, but it's not about Kevin James in that movie. I all I felt like it's I was all, it's all about Will Smith. Is it though? It is. That movie is all about Will Smith. He's the one that's got to be taken down a peg. He's the main guy, not Kevin James. Oh, Phil, I don't know. We're going to have to rethink this podcast, man. Why? Like, (laughs) listen, if I knew, if I knew that the future of this podcast was going to hinge on my questions, I don't know. I would have taken longer than three seconds to answer that question. Phil, you'd mentioned earlier that you're not the biggest fan of Valentine's Day. I'm I'm not. No, okay, so let's let's elaborate on that. Tell me why. I think that there is a lot of a lot of pressure put on a single day that isn't a day for any reason other than to sell cards. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of it's like, okay, so I feel similarly about New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, New Year's Eve, there's a lot of pressure to, you know, perform having fun. Like if I perform having fun good enough, then that means that my entire year will be a good year. And I feel like Valentine's Day is all of the perf- is very much about the performance of love. Mm-hmm. And not I mean maybe there are some people who are super romantic and that's it, but it almost feels like forced romanticism, which is not romanticism. No, it's very true. And I mean especially because this year they're not selling the candy hearts. I mean, what is even the point of Valentine's Day if you if there aren't the candy hearts? No, let's be real. Seriously, I look forward every year to my candy hearts. I, I it's up for debate whether or not they taste good. No, and it's not about it's not about what they how they taste. It's never been about how they taste. It's their kitsch. Everyone loves the kitsch. But yeah, no, it's overwhelming in stores. Like I, a lot of the a lot of the cons that I found about Valentine's Day all came up to. It's too overwhelming in the stores. There's social pressure. Public dates are daunting. Being asked out or asking out someone is awkward for the sake of this date in general. Um, and and like you said, Phil, it's inauthentic. It is. It, yeah. uh, one of the things that I would say about it is like, I think there's a lot of pressure to get it right. 
Like if mm-hmm. you don't, if, and I mean, first off, if your relationship is, uh, is such that if you don't get Valentine's day, right, you're in the doghouse, your relationship is not a good one. Mm. But I want to address a couple of things like overwhelming in stores. I once went into, so, okay. Yes. I like many guys left it too long getting a, a Valentine's day card. Mm-hmm. So I went to a shop. I went to a card shop. I went to a Hallmark store on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I found in that Valentine's Day, in, in, in that Hallmark shop? Oh, no. What? Nothing but guys. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. It was all dudes. And I was sit, standing there like, I am the stereotype of the dude who waited till the last minute. Yep. And it was like all these guys. And the store had just opened. Oh, you the got The store it. had just opened and already there were like guys like, I got to get something. It's so true. I remember from our shopping episode, you were saying you were there early at the mall. You're sick, man. I know. You're I know. Sick. I know you don't like it. I know I'm weird. Oh, here's a thing for me. Like Valentine's Day, it, like going on a date on Valentine's Day, that's a big deal. That's like mm-hmm. you don't ask somebody out on Valentine's Day unless there is. I think that there needs to be the expectation that you are a thing yeah. right if you're yeah. asking somebody out to go out with somebody on valentine's day it's weird because you're putting a lot of pressure on that day yeah like that date like okay so basically your relationship is amounting just for this date yeah and then after that what happens does the relationship just vanish into the ether Where does i mean it go? the thing is is it a relationship because you know if you are asking somebody out on on a date for that night you probably don't have much of an existing relationship with them if you had to go and ask them out. Um, and so now you are putting a lot of pressure on your first date. Yep. And yeah. a first date should be as as pressureless as possible. As we discussed in our dating episode, like mm-hmm. the first date needs to be cash. Oh, yes. And Valentine's Day is in no way cash. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I, there's so much about it that just seems so, it's so much, right? Like, and I, I have largely ignored it. Um, I have maybe given a card, but I certainly have not gone out to dinner on Valentine's day. I feel that in some relationships, I've been in relationships where it was like, we just do not acknowledge the day. Hmm. And then other relationships where we acknowledge the day, but it's not like we don't need to perform being in love, right? Right. We don't need to perform being romantic. See, okay. I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day myself. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cute. I think it can be a sweet idea, you know, just because like I do think we should be loving on each other. Like the whole, you know, if I could have it my way, the whole world would be loving each other every single day. Just 365 all love. I love it. It's great. So for me, it gives one day of the year where everyone can just be mushy. I I like celebrating Valentine's Day the once in my relationships. After that, I don't care. It's just a novelty. So you'll like to celebrate it like the first year that you're with somebody and then never again? Yeah, like with my, you know, with my fiance right now. I loved our first Valentine's Day. He got me these sweet little flowers in like this tiny little pot and it was so cute. Mm-hmm. And there was a nice card. We went out for dinner. We had like a nice bottle of wine. 
that was it. Hmm. And then after that, it's just been little things, you know, like a little card and, but there's no expectation. It's not like every year we go, Oh, I got to do something. It's just, you know, we just happen to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's about it for me. Other than that. I mean, I just like to do sweet little things for friends and family. Yeah. It's, it's funny because, um, I, I the idea of, I think you're right. Like early on in your relationship, you have to do, um, you have to, there's a little bit of performance, I suppose, but it, mm-hmm. it, it depends on like what, what your relationship is. I certainly don't think it, if, again, if there is some kind of expectation that if you don't do it right, you're in trouble, mm. there's something seriously wrong in the relationship. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like there's even shows or movies where people are like, you know, I didn't ask for anything, but I would have liked something Mm -hmm. for the day. Well, I think that's why why I like, like I do, you know, I I think that, that the why is because society has, we have set up that there needs to be some kind of observance on that day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, I think like leaving a card or something like that. And you know what the thing is that like, I've been in relationships where, you know, we, if we don't, if we acknowledge it, if we leave the card, we are literally like, I wake up in the morning and I find a card that was left out for me and I leave one that they're going to find when they get up and that's it. Aww. You know? um, but I mean, the other thing about, about Valentine's day is that it's, it has this perception now that it is something that the guy does mm-hmm. for his date. So a guy, the guy does it for the girl. Right. <clears throat> and that's mm-hmm. why um, somebody came up with the idea that like, uh, a month later, they're staking a blowjob day, which is literally oh. on March 14th, because that's for the guy, is in theory. I mean, the thing is that that sort of takes any romantic uh, idea out of Valentine's Day. It is now transactional. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this, and then, so we're going to go out to this nice restaurant, and we're going to do whatever, and then uh, a month later, whatever, you know, then I get staking a blowjob. But, um, Again, it's because I mean, what happens? What what are the things that we think of doing on Valentine's Day? The guy is like, if I don't send flowers, and flowers, flower shops love it because it's like the big day for them. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody they stock up on roses, which are pretty fucking expensive. Um, yes, they are. And everybody sends. You know, there's all the orders for for flowers all day, and and you know the you take you take your your partner to a restaurant that they like you know nice you get dressed up or whatever so it becomes mm-hmm. this thing that the that the guy is performing mm-hmm. to please his his girlfriend instead of a thing that a celebration of their partnership which if it's going to be something that's what i think it should be oh for sure i mean on there's a difference between doing something just you know like you said transactional versus your actually honoring that person you're loving on them right you're just you're purely doing it for the sake of making them feel loved i mean yeah. to me that's so harmless but mm-hmm. no we do not need to commercialize that to the point where it actually creates social pressure for people and makes people feel pretty downright horrible about themselves mm-hmm. if they're not in a relationship but then you get galentine's day where it's all the girls going out who don't have a date or you know whatever the, the the guy's version of that is, is there isn't there there isn't a guy's version of that there's uh there's uh i stay at home and watch something on tv and maybe Dude and maybe, maybe masturbate that's yeah, the <laughs> i mean that's the that's that's the guy version because the guy i think that that girls go out and they celebrate each other with mm-hmm. galentine's day and in some ways the the guy sees himself as the single guy being sort of uh something to be ridiculed mm. 
So the guy is more likely to stay at home unless it happens. There's some kind of sporting event that coincides for some guys. I remember one year getting together with a bunch of people, men and women, to Mm -hmm. watch uh, a WWE wrestling pay-per-view. Oh, nice. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Very cool. However, Mm. all this being said, where do the introverts fit in with Valentine's Day? Well, I can only speak for myself. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like, uh, first off, I think that it is something that a couple needs to come to an, like an agreement to. Like, mm-hmm. you need. I think that if you're dating somebody or you're seeing somebody, you're in a relationship. February arrives, and you should probably have the discussion. How do you feel about Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. And if they're like, I don't like it, don't get angry at them. There yeah. is probably a reason why they don't like Valentine's Day. Maybe they spent a long time being single and hating the day, mm-hmm. um, which is a legitimate thing. I, I mean, I went through this period of like, I was single for a very long time and Valentine's day felt like, I don't know, like, like the entire world pointing and noticing my singleness. Right. Um, but I think that, that it is definitely something that, that a couple needs to discuss. Like, how do we feel about it? Um, is it important to you? Is it important to me? It's probably not. And if it's not important to either of us, then let's agree that we'll get a card. And you know what? With that, I find introverts can actually have more fun with Valentine's Day because their ideas, you know, speaking for myself as well, are not going to be the usual, let's go out for dinner where it's crowded. Mm-hmm. Let's go out to a movie where it's crowded. It's usually something really, it's, it's a, it's, What's the word I'm looking for for this? It's it's um, individualized mm. between the couples. So it's, you know what? Let's let's go to a, I, a couple of years ago. Like my fiance and I decided not for Valentine's Day, but in general, let's go to a movie store. Mm. Let's go to a movie store. Be totally retro. Crack out our VHS player. And let's watch, yeah, and let's watch VHSs. Order a pizza and have a '90s night. Mm. That was a lot of fun. So that it could be nice. you have your opportunity, right? Yeah. So that's great. I like a living room dance party. Aww. Like I will put on like some slow romantic song. And if we have a song, then I will play that and we'll have a, a slow dance in the living room. Mm, that's so nice. Bill. <laughs> I told you I am a complete sentimental romantic slop uh, 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 sap. See, I'm I'm a closeted romantic person. I'm, why I'm, why are you a closeted romantic, Jess? Back in the day, Jess used to be what the uh, the kids my age called the tomboy. I I hate that phrase so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. But I used to hang out with guys all the time, and if you even so much as showed your even remote feminine self. That's when you were, uh, you know, made fun of all the time. So I tried to hide my romantic side. Hmm. And then, you know, being with guy, uh, being with some guys throughout high school, early university life, they weren't really too romantic. So Hmm. it's just, I put that away. But now that like, I have a partner that like, I'm so invested in, Mm -hmm. absolutely go nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I, now I love being romantic. Just, just coming out the wazoo. Hmm. Yeah. So you're not a closeted romantic. You just like you. I, was it? Uh, here's a question: Was it difficult for you to unlearn uh, being a closet romantic? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I'd always feel 
weird. I, I always felt like I had to explain myself if I wanted to do something really cute. Like my first Valentine's Day, I actually celebrated in high school. The most romantic I could get was I invited my, I was in grade 10. So I invited my boyfriend over and I got us chili cheese dogs from 7-Eleven. I rented Pulp Fiction. and oh, I That romantic movie? That rom-com? That old chestnut? Oh, yeah. That old little Tarantino flick there. And I got us um, non-alcoholic beer. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun. That was the most romantic I could get. But if I could change that into something else, I would have turned it into I made dinner. I made like a floor picnic in the mm. living room. And I remember planning out a Valentine's Day like a couple of years later. And I had this idea in my head mm-hmm. and I remember a different boyfriend eight mm-hmm. years later. And I remember telling him exactly how I wanted it. And he did it. He did the exact same carbon copy though. It wasn't any feel into it. And you can feel the difference. Oh, so he did exactly yeah. to the letter what you it, did. There was none of him in it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I knew you wanted it. So I did it. And it was like, Oh, this isn't, that romantic. takes all of the romance out of it, especially it, if it was like, this is what you wanted. Exactly. exactly. There was no meaning in it whatsoever. Not even right. a card. Right. So I was like, mm. oh, okay, this isn't any fun. So it's just, I think that's just it. I had to unlearn it and remember that love is an attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's not something that, you know, it's based off of romantic feelings. It's an attitude to love somebody. Right. So that's what made being romantic easier is that it's just, you don't have to do this all the time to keep your relationship alive. It's just, these are fun little things you can do to spark the relationship up, you know, give it a little Mm -hmm. pep. Yeah. Another thing that I, that I think is a romantic thing is a, is a living room blanket fort. Yeah. Those are so sweet. With some twinkle lights put up. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then a little picnic in the, in the blanket fort. Wow, everywhere, everyone is swooning everywhere. I right doubt now. that very much, but that's all right. When I took to the internet, mm-hmm. I found that introverts, it was a lot of great date ideas for introverts, but there was some conversation I found. Do introverts get lonely on Valentine's Day? And you'd be surprised with some of the articles. It, it's not even just like a plain yes or no. I mean, extroverts and introverts get lonely. Mm-hmm. That's something we all have in common. We're all human. But it's something that, you know, you spend all year round, you know, just who you are as a person, needing your alone time. Mm-hmm. And yet the one day of the year where there's all this expectation placed on it, how does that holiday affect the introvert? who wants their alone time, but suddenly finds maybe they do want to be with somebody on that day. Maybe they do want to be the little bit of play, the extrovert. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, I have been through that. Like even, even those years when I was single the day before I could have been very content to sit at home playing video games and not talk to anybody. But on that day I am feeling like, Oh, now I'm feeling a little, if not shame, I'm feeling alone on this day. And I think it comes from the fact that um, everyone around us is performing the dance of Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, we've, we've probably seen at least one person at the office or wherever we work get delivered flowers. We've seen cards. We've seen people posting on social media the things that they're doing. Like, it's, it's very much a... Um, 
it's almost a FOMO thing, like a fear of missing out thing. But mm-hmm. it's on that day because uh, we see it in the media and in our friends and all the people that we know that on that day, I think we feel, or at least I did, I felt more more keenly the fact that I was alone on that day. And I'm just going to put this, how does it feel? You don't have to go too much into it, actually, whenever I say this, because I realize the sentence can be rather triggering, especially Mm -hmm. it hurts the most, you think, or how does it feel when you hear the sentence? How are you still single? Well, here's the thing with that. And that is a question that I have been asked. Um, Mm. And relatively recently, I guess my response, the response that I don't give, but I kind of want to is, I don't know. (laughs) Like. (laughs) You tell me. I don't know. (laughs) So oh let's gosh. take a poll. I don't know. Like, um, because it is a question that you can't possibly answer, right? No, exactly. Like I, I don't. I understand the sentiment behind it. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is saying that, what they mean to be saying is, "Wow, you seem so wonderful. How is it possible that nobody has snatched you up yet?" Yeah, it's like that backhanded compliment, right? It's just like a, it's just got a little sting to it because it just makes you wonder to yourself, yeah, why am I single? What the heck? But I don't think it's, I certainly don't think it's meant to have that sting. I think the person who's saying it is meaning it 100% as a compliment that you are that wonderful, that it's hard to believe that you don't have somebody. But in the mind, it's still like, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I found a couple articles. One is a blog post on introvert spring, and it's called, Why Am I Still Single? So it says, sometimes it feels like people treat being single like a disease that needs to be eradicated immediately. At no time is this more apparent than the day many singles dread, Valentine's Day. Articles with titles like, Why Are You Still Single? and How to Find a Date for Valentine's Day flood our Facebook news feeds. Anxiety mounts as we realize that we might end up spending another day of love alone. For the single introvert, spending Valentine's Day shouldn't be so bad. After all, we like being alone. Perhaps we like being single. Why should a heavily commercialized, heart-drenched holiday change that? But sometimes all the hype gets to us. We thought we were still single because we want to be or because we just haven't found the right one. And then we saw the Why Are You Still Single article pop up on our Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus feeds, and now we're starting to worry. I think I've only been single once in my 20s during Valentine's Day. As, as I don't know how I feel about that sentence, but I, and, and I think I've, I think I felt that FOMO. Hmm. I'm trying to remember, especially on social media. I mean, that's like one of my biggest tips. If you're ever feeling lonely, avoid social media at all costs Mm. because it will spark that sense of FOMO. So, I mean, I guess I've just never thought of it like everybody experiences loneliness, but what does it, does it affect the introvert in such a way that they begin to feel, you know, for the lack of a better phrase, bad about being an introvert all year round, right? I think I only feel bad on that Mm. day. Like for me, um, it's that day that makes me feel bad about being a single introvert. Mm -hmm. So that, so that when that day, like on the 15th of February, Mm -hmm. I'm good. Yeah. After that, we're fine. You know, (laughs) I'm good. It's just the 14th, which is like, Oh, why am I alone? (laughs) But I mean, it, it comes, it does come down to the, the whole, 
like we as a society are not good with accepting people being single. Right. That's why that question, how are you still single even exists? Like, how is it possible that anybody who's a good person, who's who's a great, has a great personality, is handsome, is good looking, is beautiful, can possibly be single? It is the worst thing that you can be is single. Mm-hmm. We celebrate the couple, not the individual, not the single person. Oh, wise words. And so... Um, it is treated like a disease. It's the whole, but it's the whole society. And we focus in on Valentine's Day as like the magnification of that. Mm-hmm. At least that's, that's how I see it. And, and yeah, there, definitely there's, as, as we get, you know, it's February. So, you know, already I can feel it coming. Oh, yeah. Dollarama had its Valentine's Day stuff pretty much at the end of Christmas. Yeah. Like, I was like, listen, guys, calm down on that shit. Yeah, that was much. I remember starting to see the red hearts down one of the aisles, and I couldn't believe it. It it was January 2nd. Yeah, like, calm it down, you guys. Like, we just finished Christmas, and you guys are, like, putting out the Valentine's Day stuff. I'm not ready for this. Um, especially coming from, you know, again, from another high-pressure holiday. Mm-hmm which is New Year's, to immediately go on the second, hey, f- remember this other high-pressure holiday? Oh, for sure. Party season can be the worst, honestly. Yeah. And then you've got that little rest period, but then you're back into like that little ha-ha holiday. And then it, it just, and then you die for a bit to leave out, I mean, you live out winter, really. Mm. And then after that, it's hibernating. Yeah. It's hibernation time. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep off that season. How do you feel about the, the question, uh, why are you still single? I don't okay. I don't think I've ever gotten that question. Hmm. I haven't been single long enough, and that's and that's on me personally. You're a, you're a, you're a serial monogamist. I am, and that's something I kind of regretted in my life. Is really, I did. You know, I always wanted to live out that single girl early twenties, like go get them, like kind of attitude. Um, but no, I was always in and out of relationships. Hmm. Uh, I mean, my the beginning of my university life, I was already in a long-term relationship and ready to move in with them. And hmm. graduating, I was single, but seeing people still. I think the longest I actually stopped seeing someone was probably, I want to say like maybe six months. Wow. That's not good. That's not good. But you know what? The timing was perfect when I did meet my partner because it was one of those, okay, that's it. I've had enough. I've had enough. And then he shows up. Mm. And here we are, three and a half years later. Oh. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> and now I can't get enough of the guy. Well, that's good, especially after three years. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's good. You want to be yeah. in that, in that kind of, that kind of situation. You don't want to be like, oh God, this guy. Yeah, exactly. I actually, as soon as it, it's as cheesy as it sounds, if I see him in a crowded room, it's tunnel vision. No. Every, every time he's the first person I look at. No. Oh yeah, I love him. There, there's me being mushy. Happy there Valentine's you go. Day. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the I'll be the jaded single over here. You be mushy. <laughs> I'm not a jaded single. If I was a jaded single, I'd be like, fuck this dating thing. I'm deleting all the dating apps. Yeah, exactly. Oh da- yeah, dating apps. Oh gosh, yeah. I think I went on those for like a week and then was done. Well, I mean, they've they've changed a lot in three years. Oh, so ooh, I bet they have. What do they got now? What, what are those things like? Listen, I'm just going to say, I mean, this is a digression, but let's go with it. Um, they've all been Tinderfied. 
okay, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I think for the most part, it's a bad thing. Um, because the, the Tinder, the Tinderfication of dating apps means that they all now have swipe left, swipe right. Oh. And so you are constantly judging the surface. Mm. A lot of them, like, like, uh, you know, I met, uh, a number, like a number of my past partners through OkCupid previous to it becoming Tinderfied. And it was about the profile and you would learn something about the person and you would, you know, you, you'd figure out what you're, they had a really good matching system. And so you could learn about that kind of thing. But now, although that stuff is still there, mm -hmm. predominantly it's about the swipe left, swipe right. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I know how I feel about it, but that's the way that dating apps have gone. And that's how we meet people now. Wow. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. <laughs> um, so going back, I, mm -hmm. I did find an article that at least offered some solution to this. Uh, the article star starts off with, the funny thing is, I'm an introvert. I normally love spending time on my own. It's my time to recharge and doing my best creative work. And by the way, this article is from an introvert is alone on Valentine's day and doesn't want to be on introvert dear. It's a great blog, by the way, love it. Um, and going back, but introverts don't always want to be alone. In fact, we can experience acute loneliness, especially during holidays like Valentine's day that bring pressure to be with someone you love and a sense of exclusion. If you're not, everyone faces this, but I think introverts have it especially tough. So they go on to give a couple of um, examples about how to make it through the holiday. And one of them is, the first one really is, make a plan of your own. Hmm. The hardest part of Valentine's Day is being left out. When everyone else is out having a romantic dinners and opening amazing gifts, it feels like you failed at the dating game. If you're single, make a choice to spend the big day alone and plan something you really want to do. Okay, I mean, for me... I don't know if I like this piece of advice. Reason being is because I'm, I already prefer to spend my year around alone. What makes that so different from Valentine's day doing something I mm. want to do? I, I mean, I already do that when I'm by myself, I do whatever I want to do. I think for me, like if let's say that you're doing something, you're trying to do something special for yourself on that day, rather than do what you want to do. What's something that you wouldn't normally do for yourself. Mm -hmm. The problem that I have is the things that I can think of are things that people do on dates. And so wherever you go, you are going to find people on dates on Valentine's yep. Day. Go If you're going to the movie, you're going to see people on dates. Go to dinner, people on dates. Go to the art gallery, people on dates. Go to the museum, people on dates. Like everything you could do, go to the aquarium, people on dates. Everything you could do, go for a stroll, people on dates. It's They're everywhere, right? Yep. Just the city's crawl, and especially because you're in Toronto. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, date central. I don't, I don't know. Is Toronto romantic? It can be. I think Toronto's romantic. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, one of the most romantic movies. Okay, there's two that I can think of that are set in Toronto. First off, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Very true. Toronto has never looked so romantic, except in the movie The F Word, um, which is uh, a great little romantic comedy. I think it has a different title in the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. Because apparently the F word, which meant friend, was too too much of a provocative title. Oh, yeah, too much. Um, but it's actually it's actually um, you know Danny Radcliffe is, is stars in it, and it's a little romantic comedy set in Toronto. Um, 
uh, based on a play by a Canadian. So oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I recommend both those movies as far as romantic goes. Um, but yeah, Toronto is a pretty romantic city, I think. Okay, fair enough. So I'm going to skip. I'll go to number three. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm very curious to think of what you think of this one, Phil. Okay. okay. Singles events are good with the right mindset. One alternative to being solitary is to go to a mixer event. And this can be a great experience because everyone is in the same situation as you. There's a common sense of goodwill in the air. But I used to go to these events with the wrong expectations. Sure, in theory, this is a chance for an 11th hour love affair, but it doesn't always happen that way. I've gone to plenty of events where all I did was make awkward small talk and watch other people pair up. That's almost worse than just staying in home in the first place. The key is to go with the right mindset. If I go to an event like this, my goal is to have fun talking to people. That's it. What do you think? I don't think I would ever go to a singles event on Valentine's Day. Neither would I. Oh my gosh. I th- like way too much. Th- yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Like you're going to have a, a singles event on Valentine's Day. Like how much pressure can you put on, I don't know, speed dating or or some kind of mix and mingle? Like honestly, yeah. Um, on Valentine's Day, that's the last day I would do that for. If you want to have that event on the 13th of February, even the 15th of February, yeah. do it. But don't do it on Valentine's Day because that is just a recipe for desperation and bad choices. Oh, gosh, yeah. Even if there's no alcohol involved, there's desperation <laughs> and bad choices because of the day and because of the pressure that you're putting on that day to at that singles event. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, honestly, if I were to go to a singles event just for the f- sake of it being as ironic as possible, I would go to a speed dating event. Just for that reason, just how ridiculous I find that idea. Just as a spectator? No, I would get involved. Are you kidding me? I'd go in there with like a fake nose and wig and just get on in there. Okay. (laughs) I would would be as far away from it as possible. Oh, Phil, we're going to go to a speed dating thing. It's going to be fun. Let's do it. I don't mind a speed dating thing. It's a speed dating thing on Valentine's Day. That's the disaster. Yeah. I don't know if I want to give up Valentine's Day enough to go to a speed dating. I don't recommend it. I don't either. On Valentine's Day, again, it's a it's too much for the day. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, no, that's oh, we'll just leave it at that. I no nothing against people that go to speed dating. Mm-hmm. It's just why? <laughs> why? Well, you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. I uh a number of years ago, mm-hmm. the theater company I was working with, um, Keystone Theater, mm-hmm. uh, did a speed dating event as a fundraiser. Oh. And you know what? It was a fun night. Did I meet anybody? No, but somebody did. They're married. They're a lovely couple. I love them very much. Um, and so, you know, in my mind, is it, and, and we raised some money for theater anyway. Um, but the, in my mind, the fact that one couple met at a speed dating event, fell in love and got married. If, if, if you do that, if you do one of those and one couple comes out of it, then I think your event's a success. I would say so. That's beyond a fundraiser right there. You just funded love, my friend. That's right. You, you, it's a love raiser. No, wait, no, it's, uh, I don't even like that. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) It's, it's a fun love raiser. I don't know. I don't know. We're we're in the business of doing podcasts for introverts. We're not in any business to do fundraising names right now. No way. No No way. But like literally, so, I mean, uh, I think a speed dating event, it's certainly an interesting way to find if you click with somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, now on the other side, um, if you look, okay. So I'm again, digressing. Cause, cause again, like we said, don't go to one of these on, on Valentine's day, but if you go to the one the day before and you go to the one the day after guys, boys <laughs> at the end of the event, when you are checking off the people that you thought you felt a connection with, don't check off everyone. Mm-hmm. Don't. Mm-mm. Don't. Mm-mm. It's sad. And also, you're lying to yourself because you didn't click with all of those people. If you clicked with anybody, you clicked with one or two people. And if you didn't click with anyone, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay not to click. Honestly, don't force the connection because the recipient, this recipient senses that a mile away. You can't force a connection. You can lie to yourself about the connection, Mm -hmm. but you can't force it. If you're experiencing loneliness on Valentine's Day, what are some of your self-date? I just totally coined that. Your self-date ideas. Like a date by myself? Yeah, sure. What do, you, what do you feel like doing? See, here's the thing. is, Like I said, there's I can't think of a single thing that I might want to do for myself that is not going to take me out into the world of everybody else dating. Mm-hmm. However, the thing that I think, like we tend to isolate ourselves. I, like, I love the idea of Galentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the fact that 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 there are women who can get together with their female friends and just sort of like enjoy being with each other. Yeah. I think that that I think that we should be able to have, I don't know, Palentine's Day and like get together with all of our friends regardless of gender. And let's take cuz we're taking like the entire idea of romance out of it mm-hmm. and we're celebrating our friendship. So if you have guy friends, girlfriends, whatever it is, you get together with a small group of friends, because let's face it, we're introverts, yeah. um, and you celebrate your friendship. And even if it's like, hey, you say to one of your good friends, let's just, you and I go out. Oh, I love it. I love friend appreciation. We need to like absolutely endorse this more in society. Friends taking each other out in in that wonderful, beautiful, loving way, right? It doesn't always have to be just... You know, for for two guys to go out and go get a beer and then that's it. Yeah. Go give each other a hug on Valentine's Day. Go do it. I guarantee yeah. you. Go do something nice for your pal. Such a yeah. good feeling. Everybody celebrate Valentine's Day this Valentine's. See, okay, mine. I I gave a few. I gave three. So my first one was give three separate friends a compliment. Making others feel happy can actually boost your own emotional well-being. Hmm. Yeah, just something nice, right? Just go spread the love to other people and you'll get it back. Hmm. You will. Yeah, just a little hmm moment for everyone. And if you listeners know me, you know I love my bath. I say, on Valentine's Day, you create the most epic bath the world has ever seen. Oh, yes. Go get the best bath bomb with oils. Go order a pizza. Best bottle of wine you can find. You, you, you know, I even recommend finding a way to get that TV in there and your favorite gaming console and go nuts. <laughs> I, I don't care. Do whatever you gotta do to make that bath the best bath you have ever had in your life. 
No social media, though. Social media needs to go. Um, I actually had a thought. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of fun. Okay. Um, do you remember those the little one-sheet Valentine's Day cards we used to get when we were kids? You know, like Ralph Wiggum with the I choo-choo choose you. And they're all like, they're very, very clearly like the kids' Valentines. Yeah, like be mine. Yeah. yeah. I love those. I think what you do is you go out and you get a box of those. I'm sure they have them at the dollar store. It's not going to cost you very much. Yep. And then like to build on your compliment, like just write your compliment down. Because you know what? It's one thing to give a compliment in words. Yeah. It's another thing to get like a note to see it written down. And so get that, uh, give your friends a compliment. If it's three, however many it is, mm-hmm. just say something nice about them. Say that you appreciate them mm. on these little kids' Valentine's Day cards. And I'm thinking, you know what? Where's, the, where's there a Dollarama so I can go after this podcast and grab a box of those? Because you know what? I need to give some thought to what I'm going to say to my friends. That is a great endorsement. I love it. Uh-huh.